grab a beer. We'll put college football in your ear. Let's rock and roll. I got mine. Steve, we bring you this podcast in emergency fashion. We got some emergency news coming down the pipe. Bring it out for me, Beeve. What's this breaking news? Hey, man, if you haven't heard it by now, you ain't been paying attention to the college football news. Michigan, the Big Ten beaters, the slayers of the Big Ten, they are under fire, and everyone's watching now. All right, are they spying on everyone? Is this why they're winning? Is Jim Harbaugh getting denied NFL spots because they know he's cheating? AJ, you got anything on it? What have you What have you been following? What have you been reading today? Babe, I've been reading, man. There's pictures on the sidelines of other coaches' signals. There's videos appearing them changing signals to the signals they see across the field. It's been reported by Pete Thamel. Stallions has bought 30 tickets to 11 Big Ten teams to put people in the stands to learn signals. This is a major major NCA violation. And I don't know if it gets proven true or not, but if it does, Jim Hardball at Michigan is absolutely cooked. I mean, cooked. I know for a fact this is his last year, no matter what. It might have been even before this that this was going to be his last year, but this is the straw that broke the camel's back. I personally do not believe that he is going to make it through this season. I'm right there with you, Beef. 100% he's done, whether that's the NCAA making him done, whether that's Michigan making him done, or he's just done with the NCAA. Between the cheeseburgers and now this, he's riding out of Ann Arbor, and it's not going to look pretty. Yeah, man. And and from a Big Ten backers perspective, I do not want to see this. You do not want to see one of the Big Ten's key cogs fall. I mean, they're the big dick in the Big Ten right now. You take that away, and you take a lot away from the conference. I mean, the rivalries, the games, even the money that goes into it. You know, when we went up there to the big house, we were in Ann Arbor. You can see a sense of resurgency. You can see the fans are into it. The stadium was almost full against Indiana, for goodness sakes. It's changed. The culture has changed back to the champions of the West, you know? And, and, and there's but, no doubt about it, man. A big big ten, a good Big Ten needs a big Michigan, and they need that big house full. Now, it would be best for Michigan if like nothing comes of this, and he just leaves for the NFL, and they hire a great coach to follow him. But I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think anybody really knows what's happening. There's a lot of smoke. Usually, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, but he's out, man. Either way, no matter what. But yeah, the Big Ten needs Michigan back. Ohio State needs Michigan back. It makes the Big Ten better. It makes college football better. Now, the Big Ten will survive, and I think solely because we got USC and Oregon and Washington coming. But still, it'd be better if Michigan was up there, right there with those guys. So hopefully, for the Big Ten's sake, hopefully for Michigan's sake, hopefully for the rivalry's sake between Ohio State and Michigan, that nothing comes of this. Now, from a fan perspective, I'm giddy as fuck, man. I'd love to see Harbaugh fall on his face. I'd love to see Michigan, the only reason they won, is because of cheating. I'm going to fanboy out here for a second. I feel like the day that I met my wife for the first time. I mean, just happy as fuck. And those first few dates, like, oh shit, she wants to go out with me. This is awesome, you know? And I I have that feeling. I'm like, yes, this is awesome. 
I want them to fall on their face. I want Ohio State to catch up. I want them to be leading in wins in my lifetime. And that's very possible if this Harbaugh thing goes down, which I think it's going to. And that and that part of it is me trying to separate myself from fandom and going back into what makes sense. I mean, we were on a podcast earlier, the College Football Dogs, talking about this. And there was plenty of other fan bases, USC, some Southern schools too. But they weren't Ohio State fans and they were like, yeah, he's done, dude. There's smoke, there's fire. There's hand signals from other coaches. There's reports out of Columbus that those hand signals that they saw are actually their plays. There's also the video that shows Ohio State audibling and Michigan, that Scallions guy, looking at the coaches audibling and then changing the defense. And the whole sideline gives the signal to change the defense too. So it's not just something that a few people knew of. I will go on record to say something's coming out of this. I mean, B, they suspended the last investigation. That investigation isn't even really over with yet. I know they self-impose a four-game suspension for Jim Harbaugh, but he's in double hot water. And then there's another thing that I think people aren't thinking about. You got Charlie Baker. Charlie Baker is the new president of the NCAA, like brand new. This is his first year. And I am willing to bet with the NCAA dying, he is going to try to make a stronghold and make a point out of Michigan and make a point out of Jim Harbaugh that this will not be tolerated under his regime within the NCAA. So I don't look like, I don't think it looks like the NCAA is going to be playing around with this at all. And I'll speak at this from a fan base. I love it just because Twitter and just because all the social media, man, there is just some fun comments. You gotta love it. You gotta indulge it. You gotta laugh. Even if you're a Michigan fan, there's some memes out there that's gotta make you fucking laugh. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's just some there's some good ones out there. It's just it's just pure gold right now. Tell me, like, tell me about it, uh... tell me about one of them. Yeah, so he made the comments a while back that Ryan Day was born on third base, which might be true, but the other part is. Jim Harbaugh stole it. That shit made me laugh my ass off. I keep hearing stuff like Michigan might be firing that him soon. Like this is his last game. And I really, I believe those. It would not surprise me if we hear something in the next week saying Harbaugh resigns at Michigan. I could see it happening. I don't know if it'll happen. I've never seen the NCAA move that fast. But who knows, man. It just depends on how much evidence is there. It sounds like it's stockpiling, but yeah, we're getting this from a media standpoint. And you know the media. They love to take stuff and run with it, but it definitely don't look good, and it definitely look like he could be done rather quickly. Now, this isn't no Mel Tucker-type scandal, so he's not going to be quite out the door as quick as that is because you know they don't play around with things like that. But still a serious allegation. This is integrity of the game. This isn't paying for recruits. This is literally like what's happening in between the sidelines, like serious Pete Rose-type shit. Yeah, and, and then you bring in Vegas on top of this. How many people are pissed in Vegas that lost money? I mean, you're talking hundreds of millions of dollars. You're talking about, you know, what kind of economic impact does it bring in for Michigan to win and to win big games like Ohio State, big games like Penn State. That's bringing in a lot of money to Ann Arbor. I get them being pissed, but I don't know how much Vegas actually has a hold and influence over the NCAA, but money, man, money Money talks, and if there's money on the line, I can guarantee you they got someone's ear. Oh, sure, man. Money tells everything. Money tells a story. 
Which brings me to my next point. Harbaugh was about out the door, and and they're saying three years ago is when this stuff started. Weren't they three and nine that year? And then all of a sudden they they, sure they, they turn into world beaters. I mean, it's they go some crazy correlation between the two, no doubt. Beef. Hey, you want to know why I talk about Vegas so much? Listen to some of these stats. Michigan was forty nine and twenty two before all this happened, approximately three years ago. Thirty three straight games they've been cheating, and they were zero and six against Ohio State. Nothing has really changed. They haven't been having top five recruiting classes or anything like that since this has happened. They are thirty three and three. Before this happened, they were thirty two and thirty eight against the spread. Now they're twenty two and six. They had two ties too, but who cares? Vegas obviously knows something's happening. They're pissed. I mean, these numbers, they just don't back themselves up. This didn't just change overnight where all of a sudden, hey, they're just good after COVID. No big deal. Nothing changed. And I mean, why even play the game? Why even play the games if you know someone knows the play? Like, it's it's full-scale cheating. It's not just like, oh, they're if they're not cheating, they're not trying. No, it's they already know what you're doing. And it, it's pointless. You're, it, it is. It's like a Pete Rose scenario. I mean, it's cheating. It's completely throwing the game. And Pete Rose always had his excuses, like, I never bet against my team. But it doesn't matter it's that you have the possibility to do so. And same with this. Like, if you have privy of that information, whether you can get it in in time or not for the next play, or whether it works or not, it doesn't matter. It's all about the pure intent behind it. Mm-hmm. For sure. And if other teams are doing it. I mean, if you're at a leg up on the other teams because you're cheating, what else is the NCAA supposed to do? you got to get rid of it. Got to get rid of it. Got to nip that in the butt now. And you, you can't let this type of stuff go. It, it's going to come out. More is coming out. By this time next week, we'll know exactly what happened. I don't know if we'll know exactly what happened, but we'll have a really, really good idea what happened. Still, with opinion news, you have to be careful. And I think every news channel dabbles in that and sports not excluded from dabbling in opinion news. Sure. You're going to get a lot of opinion news. So you're going to have to decipher between their opinion and reality. But like like you said, like I said, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's something going on there. There's a reason the NCAA's flipping rocks over yep. and looking at shit because there's something going on. And at the very least, they're buying tickets for people that shouldn't be going to games. And that's a rule. You can't buy tickets for a volunteer coach. And they did. Yeah. A staffer's buying tickets to other teams' games, buying tickets on both sidelines. That should tell you something. They can go on and say it was for good purposes they were just trying to buy you know vet tickets for veterans i'm calling bullshit on that yeah if you were going to do that why would you not do that only at your own stadium like why would you do that at other stadiums that sounds like a boatload of bs to me oh it is and not only that but then they didn't go this game they had tickets on the 45 yard line for the ohio state side and for the penn state side and they didn't go to the game what shrooms more guilty now i mean if you weren't guilty wouldn't you just go those are $3,000 tickets. You're just going to waste those? I mean, give them, give them to some vets. Yeah, it's convenient that the vets didn't show up for that, that game of the week. That was the biggest in college football that weekend. Maybe one of the biggest games of the season. Two top 10 teams. Why didn't the NCAA not say anything and catch them on camera? Why didn't they let them come into the stadium and then catch them red-handed right there? You know why I think they didn't do a beef? Why? They already have enough evidence. Yeah. They already got enough to pin the tail on the donkey. And 
He's looking like a fucking jackass. Michigan's looking like a jackass. And if the Big Ten doesn't react fast enough, they're going to look like a jackass. For sure. I, it's already done. It's over. I mean, Michigan's done. I mean, do we really want Michigan to win the Big Ten? Do we want, really want Michigan to go into the playoffs? And they're good enough to win a national championship. Do we really want all that to happen just for it to be stripped away by the NCAA? I don't think the NCAA is in a position to allow that to happen. I think they're going to move quickly on this because they don't want that embarrassment. They don't want that shit on their face. Not again. They don't want that to happen. You don't want to take the Reggie Bush Heisman away again. No, because when you take it away, people get pissed when they already have it. But if you could take it away before they had it, then it won't matter. Yeah, man. Uh, so final thoughts on this. Harbaugh's done. Michigan's in a boatload of trouble. I mean, I'm thinking my, this is my guess. They're going to have two years of vacated wins, and they're going to have a postseason bowl ban at least one year, including this year. And Jim Hardball's getting the show clause, for sure. He's not going to oh, coach yeah. anywhere in college football. No. And that might extend to the NFL, too. Yeah, I think it definitely could expand to the Big Ten. I mean, to the NFL. Biggest question, though. One, Michigan needs him to leave on his own without any NCAA doing anything. That'll be what's best for Michigan, is for him to just leave after this season. Nothing's found for the NCAA. But I think he's gone either way. But I think that would be the best for the Big Ten. I think that would be best for Michigan. Maybe not for Ohio State and their fans, but as far as the whole of college football, that would be the best thing that could happen. I don't think it'll last that long. I think everything's coming to a head too soon. The I'm NCAA is not fucking around anymore. Yeah. 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 I'm just yeah. saying best case scenario, that's all. It would be, yeah. And this is over. There's so much stockpiled information on this. There's video, surveillance video at the stadiums showing the guys filming directly on the sidelines. You know, I mean, of wrapping it up. Let's like wrap it. You should have done it in college. Let's wrap this thing up, B. All right, man. Man, Michigan. Damn. We got our Big Ten backers. Michigan fan here. What you got going on, man? Hey, just uh, another casual night, you know, putting the babies down, watching a little sports on TV, and uh, getting ready to talk to you, sir. Well, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. So let's get into the real reason you're here. What is going on in Michigan? These, these reports, the scandal reports, I'll call it Spygate. They, they're bringing back shades of when Trestle got in trouble, in my eyes, and when Urban Meyer was getting in trouble. At first, everything's like, all right, yeah, that's hardly believable. But as things are beginning to unfold like they did back then, where there was smoke, there was fire. Do you think that that's the situation that there is here, or is this just a big nothing burger? Uh, it's really hard to say at this point in time. I mean, it's the NCAA, right? Like, <laughs> what, what are they trying to prove? What do they want to do? The way, the way that I see this is there's probably three factions. There's a, there's a faction that wants to bring down Michigan and Harbaugh. There's Michigan trying to figure out what's going on. And there's the rest of the world who I don't really think gives a shit about this. So if, let, let's just say everything that is out there is true. Let's say they're videoing the other side of the field. They're going to every game, videoing it, taking it back analyzing the video, knowing what plays are going to be run in every single game that they're playing in, what do you think the penalty would be if that worst-case scenario happened? So I don't really know. I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I don't, I don't know the breakdown of the bylaws of the NCAA. Uh, I mean, from, from what I've read, there's, there's certain distinctions that have to happen, one of which is a staffer being at the game. So far, 
from the reports I've read, the staffer was on the Michigan sideline and he was sending people to games. Does that make a difference? I don't know if that makes a difference or he doesn't make a difference. You know, I guess that's for uh, the NCAA and lawyers to decide. But I don't, I, you know, I don't know what's going to come out of it. But you know, just just kind of reading the the college landscape and listening to to the folks that talk it was it was kind of interesting today some of the stuff that i came across you know colin coward he said if purdue were doing this no one would care probably agree with that sure he said if you didn't if you didn't know this rule existed you can't be outraged by it that's kind of where i lie i mean jesus i didn't know that you couldn't go to a football game and scout another team I guess there's rules behind it, and clearly, if you're a, uh, a Big Ten team, you should know what those rules are. So, like I said, it's it's uh, it's to be seen what happens here. Yeah, it, it's kind of multifactorial. All right, if if they were sending another guy who would have been a volunteer coach, that part is illegal. We know that yeah. by researching that, and by um, you can't have a volunteer coach being paid to go to a game. Otherwise, they'd be an employee, not a volunteer coach. So that makes sense. We've seen the signs on the sideline, you know, the note cards that did have what was possibly who knows. It could have been anyone's hand signals, but there are reports coming out of Columbus the Woody in general, that those are actually their hand signals for plays. Whether that's true or not, who knows? And, and all this is, who knows? But there are viable sources saying, for sure, this is Harborough's last year. Whether it has to do with this or not, I don't know. Do you have anything? Do you know anything about Harbaugh signing a contract, possibly, to have a lifetime contract? I mean, there were reports of that, too, earlier this season. Yeah, I think there's been there's been a lot of reports to to that extent, and maybe not in the lifetime contract realm. You know, just being a Michigan fan, from from what I understand, there's been you know multiple reports of a long time or a, you know big time contract coming for, for him, and uh, you know it's 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 hard to say how this factors into that, and I think that. If you don't see that happen in the near future, then then we'll know a little bit more about this whole situation. Because as a Michigan fan, I just worry from a Harbaugh supporter perspective how long he wants to put up with this bullshit. He can go to the NFL, make more money, not have to deal with it. We'll 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 see what happens here. Yeah. Well, any other insights into the team that you want to bring well we got you on here uh, i guess the only thing that i'd bring up is that I, I think from a team standpoint everything i've heard of and i think what i what i saw in this last game was that this put a little bit of extra fuel on the fire that was already burning for them this team was hungry there's been a lot that's been made of this team it's been high expectations and now they're being called cheaters you know what it, like I said, highly interested to watch the rest of the games this year. And from a Michigan man perspective, I hope we see that pissed off team that we saw beat down Michigan State. Yeah. And have you heard anything about reports of who was turning Michigan in? What teams, coaches, players? <laughs> yeah, oh, well, you know, rampant on Michigan uh, boards. It's there's there's been a clear source and that's coming straight out of Columbus. Oh, shots fired. Coming in Columbus. So that's the game you're looking for. You want to see how they react to Ohio State. Well, you know, Mr. Franklin had some comments today too, so uh, Oh, he did. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we'll, we'll Can you paraphrase uh, we, those? We, 
We didn't want to see those. Uh, I think it was just more of the along the lines of, you know, if you line up in this formation and the team knows to line up in this formation, then, you know, you think one certain way. And if it happens multiple times, then it leads you to believe something. So, yeah, you know, all right, that's cool. Here's Franklin in his actual words. We made some changes after the bye week as well in how we operate on offense um, and defense. Um, you know, specific to that, I probably won't won't get into, you know, what's going on at that other school and, and, and the things that are going on. I probably won't get into that. But I think in general, um, we're always aware of, of how we signal. Um, are we disguising it? I mean, what happens is you get to after games and – you feel like you called a very unpredictable call call in a situation and they're in the perfect defense for it. And you're sitting there saying, well, how is that? What, what would ever make you play cover two on fourth and one and we're in the heavy personnel group, but they're in it. And you got a shot call there. You know, those things kind of make you kind of second guess and you kind of go back and look at those things and what you need to do to disguise it and, and um, if it happens once, that's one thing. But if it happens over and over, then then you're aware of it. Um, so for us, that that's something that that we always are looking at. But obviously, with some of the things that are going on right now, it it magnifies it. See, that's Franklin saying he's not going to address something. But then again, he addresses it and says exactly the situation that's happened against Michigan for his team. So that's more evidence. I mean, it's not just Ohio State. It's more teams. They're all complaining. Possibly Shiano complained after the halftime at the Rutgers game. There's been reports that that was about officiating instead. So you can cross that one out if you want to. But more evidence. Let's get into some hypotheticals. Let's say nothing happened. We'll go from there and ask our Michigan man how the team's doing. If all this is just a farce. See, that's Franklin saying he's not going to address something. But then again... He addresses it and says exactly the situation that's happened against Michigan for his team. So that's more evidence. I mean, it's not just Ohio State. It's more teams. They're all complaining. Possibly Shiano complained after halftime at the Rutgers game. There's been reports that that was about officiating instead. So you can cross that one out if you want to. But more evidence. Okay. There are a couple things I'd like to note after all this. First, I love this commentary. First, I love this commentary from our Michigan man, our Big Ten backers Michigan man. You can hear and sense the passion here. The way he speaks of the sources turning in Michigan and the fact that they're coming from Columbus or Franklin calling them out in an interview. I can see that. I can see it resonating from his voice. I can also see the fact that the team could resonate with that. It could galvanize the team and motivate them to respond to these accusations with a big-time beatdown of these teams in Penn State and Ohio State. But passion like that can also cloud your judgment. You can be wearing those maize and blue sunglasses, so to speak. Here are a couple items of note we need to address. First, the Big Ten can jump in early for some disciplinary action. And what it's going to take is the president of the Big Ten coming up with a plan on disciplinary action and taking it to an executive committee to be formed and them deciding on 
whether those are warranted or not. Second, in-person scouting is bad because the scouts are coming all season. Recording early in the season, they have time to film. Then check the film for accuracy towards the teams and their play calling to make sure what they thought is correct is in fact correct. Once you know you're correct with multiple games confirming your codes, later games such as the game are more conclusive. You know, when Ohio State plays Michigan, the last game of the season, they've had multiple films of Ohio State to determine if their conclusions are correct. You could conceivably have every play call deciphered. Third, for those saying this happens, people steal signs, it does to some degree but not to this degree. Finally, the film evidence of Connor Stallions assisting the defensive coordinator to switch the play. Defenses often look to their defensive coaches and the staff on the sidelines, especially when offense audibles. They're going to try to figure out what they're going to audible to, and that's normal. But what's abnormal is the sideline coaches with some random dude, Connor Stallions, looking over to the opposing team as they're giving their hand signals. And that, in turn, makes them make the adjustment. They knew the plays. I mean, they knew them. If this was not a competitive advantage, people are saying that everyone does this, they didn't need to do it. If it wasn't a competitive advantage, they would not be spending the money to do this in the first place. Thousands of dollars on tickets. We're talking upwards of $30,000. Tens of thousands of dollars. What we know for sure, though, is this is definitely a violation. NCAA bylaws 11.6.1 states off-campus scouting is prohibited. Off-campus scouts of future opponents is prohibited. That is a fact, and checkmark that. That is something that they definitely did. We know that. Listen, they fucked up, and they're about to get it in return. So Michigan fans, just be prepared. The hammer is going to drop. It's just a matter of when. And I also think that the Big Ten's going to do it. They're going to do it early. They want to nip this in the butt before it gets to the NCAA. They have pressure, monetary pressure, Vegas pressure. People who have lost money are pissed. They also have to save face, too. The best analogy I have for this, and that I saw somewhere else, so I'm stealing this. It's like you're playing poker, and your opponent has a person standing right behind you looking at your cards and signaling your opponent what your cards are. You know, picking up tendencies or thing like that or things like that, knowing what you might do is fair game. Knowing your cards is not. How this is hard for anyone to understand, I have no fucking clue. Unless you just have your amazing blue sunglasses on. Just food for thought. Tell me what you think. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on what was formerly Twitter or the X. Big Ten backers. Talk about it. We'll have a conversation if you want to. All right. Let's get into some hypotheticals. Let's say nothing happened. We'll go from there and ask our Michigan man how the team's doing. If, if all this is just a farce, a big nothing burger, what, what, how has the team been this year? What are your thoughts on the team in general? Season, I mean, they've been dominating people. They have been. They've been pretty dominant. I think that's pretty much been expected thus far into the season. We know that the toughest part of the schedule is coming up. That's going to 
determine the rest of the season. So still yet to be seen. So are you just excited about the end of the season, trying to get some stiffer competition? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think uh, if, if anybody predicted where we would be right now, we're exactly where we thought we'd be. We know that the stiffest part of our schedule is coming up. Got a bye week this week. Purdue at home at night. Hopefully that's not a problem. Then, you know, the final three, that's that's where we're going to make our bread or, or lose it. So we'll, we'll figure things out there. And, and the difference in this year's team, in my eyes, is there has been no letdown games. There hasn't been a game where they took their foot off the pedal, so to speak. And there hasn't been any games where it's even really been close. And other teams have done that. You've seen Florida State with Boston College. You've seen Miami lose to Georgia Tech. I mean... There's, there's been people losing to teams that they shouldn't lose to. Michigan hasn't done that. That's why they're rated so high. Even if they haven't played stiff competition, they look like they're a dominant force in college football, right? Yeah, as a longtime Michigan fan and, you know, watching Michigan week in, week out, what I would say the difference in this team is balance. You know, we've, we've had strong defenses in the past. We've had misses. We've had bats. But this team seems to be, at this point, overall balanced more, especially on the offensive side of the football. I would say in, in, in years past, we haven't been able to overcome, you know, the, the third and longs. And that was one of the things that I saw the team do this week playing Michigan State you know, is, is just get themselves out of trouble. And uh, they, they really haven't been able to do that in, in years past, in my opinion. When you, when they got behind the sticks, it was like, all right, let's kick the football. Let's let the defensive play. But this year, seems like uh, they've, they've got a little bit more offense to, to back up the rest of the team. Like I said, it's going to be interesting into the season, and we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Well, hey, you know, if you're not busy on a fine Saturday and want to join us in Happy Valley, we're going to be there. I know I know okay. you got your Saturdays yeah. kind of full, but... But that sounds like an awful damn good time. There's an open invitation. We got a tailgate right by the stadium. We're going to do our podcast. You could join us. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, looking, looking forward to that game too, man. The game at the end of the year. And, and in Happy Valley. I'm super excited about going to Happy Valley. Love that stadium. All right. And, and I loved being at the big house two weeks ago. It was awesome. Other than the rain... It was great. It was a good experience. Bad weather can suck sometimes. That's all right. Watching football in bad weather, I'll take it. Yep, yep. I Any agree. day of the week. I agree. Well, thanks for joining us. Hopefully, we can have you on again. Hopefully, you make it out to Happy Valley with us. That would be awesome. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right, my Michigan man. Take care. Bye-bye. Big Ten Backers Podcast. Follow our sponsors at NIL Fanboat on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the thread. Also, visit the website, nilfanboat.com. Oh, no Midwest goodbye today.